Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. You know, ever since I started taking it, I've really noticed a change in just how I feel. I feel really great all the time. Uh, you know how sometimes in the afternoon and working you just kind of feel drained or whatnot? Well, with taking the balance of nature, I don't feel that way. I feel like I have energy all day long. It's, it's just great. It's a great product. And you guys have been great every time I've called. I mean, you guys are just wonderful. And uh, I'm just so thankful that I found your product. And I'm thankful that I have it because, you know, I'll, I'll take it from now on because it just it makes me feel so great. It really does. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. My name's Joe. I like bribing the Ukraine, hair sniffing, and other things. I think, uh, whatever the thing is, where am I? The Kate Daly Show starts now. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and uh, thank you to my colleagues on the committee. Thank you to our witnesses. Uh, I never expected today to be <clears throat> quite as emotional for me as it has been. Uh, I've talked to a number of you and gotten to know you. I think it's important to tell you right now, though, you guys may like individually feel a little broken. You guys all talk about the effects you have to deal with, and you know you talk about the impact of that day. But you guys won. You guys held. You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. We're defined by how we come back from bad days. How we take accountability for that. And for all the overheated rhetoric surrounding this committee, our mission is very simple. Let's define the truth. And it's to ensure accountability. And if we're so driven by bigotry and hate that we attack our fellow citizens as traitors, if they're born in another country or they don't look like us, and God help us. And the Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to. A performance by an actor in a leading role. What that was. Adam Schiff and Adam, um, Illinois' own Adam, what is his last name? Kissinger? I don't even know. Um, he says he's a Republican. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but he was laughing right before he launched into the tears. And uh, so for that, I give him the best Oscar right there. And then also, I just wanted to mention um, democracy is not defined in America, buddy. We're not a democracy. Isn't it amazing how these people um, will get elected and not even know what their job is or what this country is about? Totally amazing to me. But again, best actor also goes to uh, Adam Schiff again, right? Um, he peaked his head up from the last year and a half. We haven't heard much from him. And I also wanted to mention um, Thomas Massey going after Pelosi, which is great, on the $500 fine for uh, not wearing a mask. And he's going to sue her. <laughs> I think that's great. Thomas Massey, uh, the congressman, was also the one that was saying, um, oh, hey, um, can you prove to me that I need a vaccine Can you pr or a shot, that experimental shot? Can you prove to me why I need it? 
you can't. And I love him for that. Thank you. He's one of the only ones that's standing up and saying no to that thing. Everyone else is on board. Um, on the experimental shot train. And welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I do have Melissa today, and I am excited about that because we have a lot to talk about. Um, by the way, I just wanted to mention California. California wants stickers. Stickers, if you've, been, if you've had the shot, so they can see. But another restaurant in California is saying, um, you better prove you're unvaccinated to come into my restaurant, and I love that. So you've got a little war going on in Cali, but uh, I'll tell you what, across the country, people are getting really nervous about this um, um, could-be mandate, and the Department of Justice will talk about tomorrow with Chris Ann Hall on um, on squaring the way for uh, federal employees to have a mandate for the shot. So, boy, they sure wanted to get in your arm as much as they possibly can. Does that make you uh, Does that make you tread a little bit lighter on this thing? I would hope so, because they're trying awfully hard to put a shot in your arm for something that you don't need. Um, and even if they, even if you did, that should be your choice. Melissa Smith, how are you? Oh, Kate, it's oh. been a long summer. Has it? Has it been a long summer? I know Illinois or or Indiana's had its moments, too, with this whole thing going on. It's been a long year and a half, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And let's just segue right over into the topic, because there's no use to put a nice face on it. Um, I have been dealing with my dad's passing. Mm -hmm. My dad died back in May. Mm -hmm. And um, so I have been absorbed all summer in both his passing as well as helping my mom make some new adjustments in her life um, and uh, and grieving right. everything. And I'm sure a lot so, of people out there can relate to exactly what you're well, going through right now, too. This is this is where I am. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe people in the audience will understand that I can't find any place in my life that is peaceful right now. Mm. So I, uh, on the, on the personal level, I'm dealing with tremendous struggle and change. My mom who's 93 has, is not embracing her new situation Mm -hmm. with a lot of grace. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and this weekend I get to move her to a newer, smaller place and she's doing the best she can. God Mm -hmm. love her. Right. But there's all this personal drama. And then I think there has been drama at my church. Mm -hmm. There has been drama. I'm worried about COVID. I'm worried about relocating my mother. And if they lock her in, what, how Mm -hmm. does, you know, how am I going to get to her to help her? In every direction, I'm worried about COVID mandates. I'm worried about vaccine passports. I'm worried about the loss of freedom and independence and movement in every single direction. And I don't know if this will resonate with other people as well, but I feel like I have no control over any of it. Ooh, that's a tough spot. That is a tough spot. You have had a hard summer and a hard year and a half. And it has, yes. I think this has been not only eye-opening, but I think depressing. 
because we have gotten to, we we've had the opportunity and I hate to say opportunity because it sounds positive to see people uh, at their worst um, wanting to control others and telling others what to do and it's been very difficult and then on top of that we have uh, we have an issue with people being more divided in in politic ideology really is what it is and so I'm sure all of that is taking its toll and I'm sure a lot of people well, out there are nodding their heads right now. So I want to talk about grief, Mm -hmm. at least for the first segment here, because I think we are a nation grieving. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are, what your position on masks or vaccines or passports or whatever. We are all grieving the loss of the country in some on some scale. And it's COVID has impacted every single one of us. Whether it's families divided because, you know, we got to have everybody vaccinated or because we're not vaccinators or we do wear masks or we don't wear masks. Or if if we wear masks, we're going to accuse everybody in the family not wearing a mask of being haters Mm -hmm. or whether we're talking about financial and unemployment issues. People have lost businesses. They've lost jobs. They're worried about where their next paycheck is going to come from. You know, are they Mm going to be able to pay for their home? We're talking about the vilification of the, and I use little air quotes here, the insurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about the vilification of a whole half the country that supported Trump. Maybe more than half the country that supported Trump is now being um, whipped into submission and mm-hmm. silence. Yeah. Um, so there, or whether we're talking about our kids who have to wear masks. Or we're, we're grieving the loss of prom and graduation and those mm-hmm. rites of passage for our kids. Right, right. Everyone, yeah. we need to, as a nation, first of all, acknowledge the grief. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and by the way, I don't mean to discount people who actually lost people in mm-hmm. their family to COVID, whether you think they were, I personally believe that treatments were withheld mm-hmm. and denied right but those family members are gone yeah my father actually died from a highly infectious disease that was not covid that he picked up in the hospital environment wow so you know it, i'm tired of the rhetoric i'm tired of people getting in my face i'm tired of people accusing me of hating other people mm-hmm. i'm tired of this super laser-like focus on one disease that has, you know, not killed millions of us. I'm tired of the looks, the stares. I got somebody at a grocery store that blocked my grocery cart, wouldn't let me through the aisle because I didn't have a mask on. Like, seriously, lady, if you're that afraid of me, go home. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Wow. I know. But understand that when we treat each other that way out in the public environment, when we have denied our basic values as Americans, Mm -hmm. we're all getting kind of hot under the collar. Yeah. It's a little too much, isn't it? And and we're going to see it. We're going to see it be worse. You know, for the last year and a half, I've been told that... Uh, and in this last six months, that the election was real and that I better believe it and that COVID is real and I better believe it. And it's the constant telling me 
that I'm in danger or something happened that I know didn't happen authentically um, and trying to get me to repeat that. It, it has been a grieving process to see how far they will go in order to tell a lie. That's been hard for me. People have been hard for me because I've gotten to see see exactly how controlling they really are. <laughs> because for a long time, they we didn't ever have to go there to test that out. And now we've done a test run of that. That's been difficult. I can't imagine on top of all that, the death of your father too. And this has been this has been one hell of a year and a half, I'm sure. And I'm sure it is for most people out there. We got to see things we didn't want to see yet. I don't think we were ready to see those things yet. It's been hard. Um, I, I'm not ever ready to see those things because those things that they are showing us, mm-hmm. the hand that they are playing is a violation of every principle and value that I have as an American. Right. Right. I don't want to see that. Yeah. And, and I don't blame it, you. I, you know, you and I have talked about MK Ultra before, mm-hmm. which was a psyop to see if LSD could control mm-hmm. uh, at least the part of MK Ultra that we know about was right. partly rooted in LSD use. And I think it blew up in their face because once LSD got, once that genie got out of the bottle, too many people thought that LSD was great, right? Right. So the government has been thinking and plotting and planning. Those elements of the government that want this have been talking about mind control for a long time. Well, how far back does MK Ultra go? Yeah. The 1950s? Mm. The 40s? Did it start in World War II? I don't know how far back it goes, but for the 1950s for sure. And for goodness sakes, we still have a country that believes that the government cares about them, that they tell no lie, <laughs> that they have our best interest at heart. Right. Right. I'm grieving for the loss of my innocence over that. Yeah. People people better start. You're, and you're right. People better start separating the Constitution and what we stood for as the divine document and then what the government has turned into now, because the government wants to roll all that into one. And so, yeah, you're right about that. It's uh, it's pure insanity to roll all that into one. I love what the country is about and what we stood for, not what we've turned into in this government that we have now. Be right back. More with Melissa. Don't go anywhere. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Trailers for sale or rent. Rooms to let 50 cents. No phone, no pool, no pets. Ain't got no cigarettes. Ah, but two hours of pushing broom buys and eat. Hi there, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Happy to be with you today, uh, live, of course. And uh, you can go to katedalyradio.com for information on the show, the things we talk about under the show tab. It has notes under there, and then also at the bottom of the homepage are all the uh, podcast versions of the show that we turn into a podcast. So the live show that you're listening to now. So make sure and go and and share those if you would. Um, I also uh, wanted to mention Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature uh, 
really fantastic supplement, the best. I mean, I I was looking, oh boy, was I looking for a food supplement because I knew that our diet is so void of nutrients that we would need a food supplement. And this one had everything in it and more, um, which, which is saying something because up against all the other ones, I mean, it just had so much more and the price was even better. And I thought, my gosh, they're doing an amazing thing with Balance of Nature. Balance of nature is something that I hope and pray that you have in your food uh, storage uh, for long term because it'll keep. And I, I'm telling you with 31 fruits and vegetables, you cannot go wrong. This is an amazing product. Take it every day for what's coming. Um, it's funny how they say Delta variant, although they don't have a test for it, they just say it and everyone's supposed to believe it. And I find that kind of interesting. You know, if you if you follow along with the CDC and with all their health uh, recommendations. They're all so, uh, you know, bass backwards that it's really hard to make sense of any of it. You know what? Just worry. Just get your health in order. Get your health in order. Take balance of nature. And when you go to take balance of nature, um, when you go to order it on the website, just put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, my first name, and you'll get up to 35% off and free shipping immediately. That's awesome. Try it out. Just try it out. <laughs> You'll love it. No more blah days for you. Um, You're going to see a lot of differences. All right. uh, Balanceofnature.com. Use the code word Kate. So, Melissa, let's talk, shall we? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Well, I want to kind of shift the conversation a little bit now from grief. And I I, I think there's a lot of things we could could spend a lot more time talking about grief, but we won't at this point. But I do want to talk about depression. Because I think one of the side effects of the, the, the universal trauma we're all suffering through right now is, is depression. We're seeing, we've heard people talking about this, that depression rates are increasing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be a depressed person. But I can feel that nibbling at the edges of my heels right now. Right, right. So why... Why are people depressed? Why, what are the circumstances? And, and yet again, I mean, I'm very suspicious. My little, my little spidey sense is, is tingling here because I see some deliberate decisions that have been made in order to create a population that is depressed and anxious because if they can stimulate enough of that, those people become very compliant as well. Mm, okay. So let's talk about the, the causes of depression. Um, how about a lack of me- disconnection from meaningful work? Mm. Have we seen that increase through the actions and decisions? You know, we all have to, people who have built businesses over time that have lost their business, people who no longer have, you know, self autonomy in their workplace. You're going to be forced now to take a vaccine. My husband's workplace is also giving out stickers to the vaccinated. Like, are we three and we need sticker charts now? Oh my gosh. That depresses um, me. (laughs) That depresses me. It does. It depresses. It is depressing. Um, So when we feel like what we do or we feel like our place in the workplace is not meaningful it's a hallmark for depression. How about disconnectedness from other people? Loneliness is a terrible, it was a terrible problem in our country before COVID. Mm-hmm. And then we locked everybody up. 
Yeah. Everybody go in your house and shut the door mm-hmm. and, and you can virtue signal that, that, you know, stay home, stay safe because you care about other people. No, they stay home, stay safe means you're going to be depressed. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, at Christmas time, after right after we saw the fraudulency go down in the election and everybody was supporting it and kind of knew it was going to keep going because I thought so. You know, I thought there might be some things that could have happened, but they didn't. And uh, we got stuck with this uh, uh, coup in America. And, and then, of course, we had the COVID year. And so people were posting memes saying, peace on earth. All we need is peace. And I said, no, we need truth on earth. We need truth on earth. We're missing truth. You know, if you go back to the beginning of this country in the low 1800s and people were immigrating here and they were in like communities, you know, they didn't call it racist back then. They just said, I like to live. I'm an Italian. I want to live by a group of Italians because we kind of like each other. We get each other. And back then we had more truth. There was There was the truth of the Constitution. There was a truth of a freeing government. There was the truth of coming to this land and then getting an opportunity to make it or not make it, whatever your choice was, whatever you wanted to do. How did people bond? Well, they had a lot more truth going on, right? And so they bonded clearly over making this all work for them, the land and and what have you, right? So that was the common denominator was the liberty by which we had the freedom to own property and to own a business and to make an opportunity work. We bonded over that. What do we have now to bond over? Um, you know, everybody calls for the for a united America, but it's being united under lies. They want us to be united under lies. This, I think, is helping to cause this depression with everybody because you know in your gut, you know in your heart that you're being told something that's not true. And it's really hard to unify on a bunch of lies and pretend that they're not happening. Well, you've, you've hit on, on, on a, a third type of depression, which is disconnect from meaningful values. Mm. And values can transcend Everything, you know, we used to think of America as the melting pot or, you know, you come here, everybody has opportunity. And we know for a fact, we know from history that that has not always been fairly applied. Okay, the promise of America was those founding documents allowed us to evaluate ourselves and make course corrections. But we were all still united in some common values. For example, the strength and power of families mm. was a uniting value. Yes. And the strength of religion was another uniting value. And we did not all have to be the same type of religion. Right. I, I explained it to somebody today, like saying we were all belong we all belong to a club that said we love ice cream. Uh-huh. But some of the people like, you know, Rocky Road and other people like strawberry. Right. But we can coexist in the bigger ice cream club because we're <laughs> right. all unified in that one vision. Mm-hmm. It's liberty. You know, we can we can be different. I'm telling you, I was I was active in the tea party back in the day mm-hmm. and I was told I could not pray at an opening of a tea party meeting because I was not the right flavor of religion. Oh, now that's coming from the conservative side of the house. Jeez. And that's the stuff that we've got to stop. If we hope to have any prospect of taking the country back, Mm -hmm. we better learn how to join the ice cream club. (laughs) 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We better learn how to band together. What did Benjamin Franklin say? We all hang together. We all hang separately. Yeah. And this is a big critique of mine among conservatives. We do not know how to hang together. Mm. We separate and we fly off in the face of so many different little pet projects. And I'm not going to like that guy because this and I'm not. And by the way, I'm not saying that means we take, you know, it's not necessarily a big tent thing. That means we we better start looking at the people. Yeah. For example, I'm not a big lover of Mitt Romney. I don't think he's united with my values. Mm hmm. So that doesn't mean that if you have an R behind your name, I got to love you. (laughs) Right. It means we better know what our values are and we better know how to invite the right people into our community or our tribe or whatever. But we better not split ourselves. I'm telling you what, the left knows how to work as a community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because when your when your shared values are built on fluff and nothing, it's much easier to get along too. I mean, it's much easier to 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 live these lies and also want control over everybody else's life. I see it as a huge difference of ideology. It's a it, it, when people say it's not political, I'm laughing because it is political. It's a political ideology. You either want to control other people's lives or you respect each other enough to to know that um, that liberty um, should be at the heart of everything that we do. And people make their own choices so you either buy into one or the other and we see a lot of americans buying into the control um they uh, you know if, if a if a person on um a conservative person doesn't like burritos they don't eat a burrito but a person on the left will say no burritos for anyone because i don't like them so you know we're we're talking about an ideology too and i think that it's made a lot of people depressed because i think there's people on the conservative side that it's like you said, it's kind of hard to band together. And then on the left, you see them united in lies. And so and also very anti-American um, tendencies and behaviors and control. And so what do we do? Well, there's feel? this tension that exists between Something. in America mm-hmm. and it needs to exist. It's a healthy right. tension between community and individuality. Right. And when we learn the proper place of community and individuality, we will which is what I think the founders did in in ways that we haven't even yet really come to grips with. But we have to have freedom to be individuals, but we also need to find the community again. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm telling you the communities that we had, why do you suppose it is that during COVID, The liquor store stayed open, but the church got closed. Right. It was deliberate. Mm -hmm. The people who are seeking power, they know how to stick together. They know. But they have to split us from the things that give us strength or peace or comfort. You know, what happened during COVID, if it was not designed to make the nation crazy. I'm not sure what it was. You, <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah. It was You're designed right. on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big box stores stayed open. Little mom and pop shops had to close. Not. It, it's not about infectious control. Right. It's about control. splitting people <laughs> from the things that make them whole and human and functional. Yes. 
because if you if you want to gain control of a people, you have to cut out family. You have to cut out support. You have to cut out um, the people around you that give you that support and make you very lonely and make you uh, uh, feel very depressed. You're exactly right. I do. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I know we have to go to a break, but I completely agree. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's bad. Yeah. This is bad. It is. We're, we are in a world of hurt. And if we don't wake up, conservatives and liberals together, we are all this. I've said this a million times. We're in a war of the people against the elites. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Those that want to control and those that respect each other enough to get on right. liberty. Be right back because the left does not respect you. The left does not think that you're capable of making decisions. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. You knew I was going to play a song like that, right? Um, so uh, get over to MyPillow.com. Um, MyPillow.com. Put in the code Kate. Order yourself up uh, some wonderful items and uh, support Truth and Radio. And also it supports the show. And then also it supports Mike Lindell as he's trying to make people very, very aware of the fraud. We must do something about this. And we cannot let our country be cooed and be completely silent about it and just told to be a good citizen and shut up. Um, And I love that he's putting his money where his mouth is. Also, he has a wonderful company that picks wonderful and amazing products. Melissa and I both have the products. And let me just tell you, they're that good that I would tell you to go do this because you're going to get great products for this. And think ahead of Christmas a little bit. We might have shortages. We might have all kinds of things happen this Christmas. Might as well jump on that now and uh, order yourself some uh, wonderful products that you can uh, give out for Christmas and then also be helping Truth and Radio. Go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, my first name, like always. Um, and, uh, and I thank you for that. Melissa, um, you know, we were just yeah. talking about unity over the break and our nation is calling for unity under the lies. They're telling everybody to sit down, shut up and just get along for the sake of unity. Yet we're talking about unity in a whole different way because the unity that we're talking about is value is value based on actual freedom, on actual watching out for each other. It's different than yeah. uniting in lies. Yeah. Well, uh, um, I really do think, and maybe we were talking about this on the break, or maybe we were talking about it before the break, that there's this tension in American society between the individual and the community. Mm-hmm. And the community, in order to be a community, you have to find some unity. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be willing to watch each other's backs. If, as things get tighter and tougher and more difficult we're going to have to have built do it now we have to build structures and support systems and i felt it through my summer after my dad died i made sure that my mom was cared for through her community i made sure that people that knew her and loved her knew that she needed them Mm -hmm. and they my mom had two solid months 
of daily visits from people that she knew and church people and friends of mine from high school and friends that she had worked with, but they came every day in solidarity with her right? to sit with a grieving widow. On the other hand, there's, I didn't, I didn't build that network for myself. Mm. And I'm telling you now, it's much more difficult to deal with challenging times without a support system. Yes, I have my family, but I hate to say this, guys, but I'm a female and my <laughs> guys see things a little differently than I do. Right. And they don't sometimes know how to support me. And they just say, you're nuts. You're crazy. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But we right. need to build those networks. And if we are alone we will not survive. That is, you know, what you're saying is the truth. I did the whole story about the guy from uh, Bosnia who, when everything went south, food wasn't coming in, nobody could heat anything. Um, You were really for your own survival because they had roving gangs. He said anyone on their own wouldn't make it. He said, if you had a community, though, that the only shared value was just looking out for each other, you didn't have to agree on everything. You didn't have to be the same mindset or the same ideology or anything. It was the shared value of looking out for one another, right? And that's what would bind people together enough to, to live as a group because they would protect each other. And there's something that's very, very real and raw to what you're saying right now. Well, I think the conventional kind of prepper wisdom mm-hmm. is that, okay, I got guns and I got ammo and I got my food and I'm going to, I'm going to take this on and that won't work no, no. because you have to sleep sometime. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, you have, there's things that have to happen and you need people to watch your back. And, and that's true emotionally as well as it is physically. Right. So find your tribe now, folks. Whether your tribe is your family, and, and, and it needs to be more than just your little nuclear family. I, I'm talking about, you know, okay, okay so this is, this is kind of a wacky comment, but I, I have been <laughs> studying the Stone Age for a while. Uh-huh. And what they're finding is that Stone Age communities were much more complex than mm-hmm. they thought originally. Because it is the nature of human beings to need each other. We are tribal people. Right. We live in a pack. We live together with other people or we become crazy. Mm. How Well, how many people have moved after this last year and a half to communities that they knew would support freedom over the control of, 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 of basic wackos trying to control your life and tell you to do something that's unhealthy? So a lot, you saw a lot of people in America just shift and they're still doing it. They're shifting into communities with like-minded people and it's giving them a lot of peace because they know their neighbor is pretty normal, right? And not in the, the insane city mindset that a a lot of these cities have. And you, I mean, it's going on everywhere right now. Well, I, I, if you want to do something for yourself mm-hmm. and for your family's benefit and welfare, look for your tribe where you live right now. Find the people who are united in the same values that you have, because eventually we're, we're not at the place right now where we're ready to say, okay, you know, we're, we're going to pool all our resources. We're going to pool our food. We're going to pool our, our guns and ammo or whatever is necessary to survive. We're not at that place yet. People are still going you know, to kind of holding on to things a little tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but the day may come, and I want to have people in my life that I can trust. 
I want to have people, if, if my, if I need employment because my, my employer right now mandates a vaccine, I want to know that there's people that will help me. Exactly. That I won't be just left alone to struggle and have to go to the government for help. This is, this is the traditional role that churches have played, but our churches have been complicit in laying down to government authority. Yeah. Scary. So we better take up the cause ourselves. And and there's nothing that says, you know, you can have theology mm-hmm. and you can, and that's great. And I recommend that. I mean, I have theology, but if we don't learn how to apply that theology in practical terms, we're going nowhere. No, it's the truth. I absolutely love your point that you're making. I hope people really think about this because when we first came over to this country, really, and, and let's say it one more time, the shared value was just liberty to to do what you wanted with your life, to believe in what you wanted, to uh, to live your life the way you wanted, to have the business you wanted, whatever whatever choices you had a community to stand by that freedom because we had been without that freedom. So to have that freedom was the unifier. In this country, I don't feel like that's the unifier. I feel like it's communism versus liberty, that this is really kind of what we're up against. It's the globalist versus liberty. And so we have to get to a place where where we get back to the, the shared value of liberty. And you would think as Americans, we would all have that instinctive value at the core of whoever, whatever we believe as far as religion or whatever. But I don't, I don't think that's true anymore. I think that religion has been ousted and community has been ousted to belong to an ideology that seeks to control. And it's very, very anti-American and it makes it very hard for communities to actually have uh, truth as their core or, or something very, uh, you know, like somebody's got your back, right? Because you know there are people right. out there that don't have your back. And you think, how can you be an American? How can you have any shared values with me whatsoever if liberty isn't even at the base of this? Well, this is an old, old story, Kate. Mm-hmm. I mean, denial of one's freedom to choose. Right. Is, this has always been the power play. And it's always been manufactured and propagandized in the form of, uh, you know, we'll build back better. You know, as we as you lay down your liberty and as we tell you what to do, mm-hmm. it'll be better for everyone. Oh, for the greater good, Melissa. Do you guys realize there's no greater good? Because once you finally get to the greater good, you don't have the good anymore because everyone has sold out for their principles, their values for the greater good. And when people do that in this day and age, they're basically never going to have a greater good. Who we are as individuals, the choices we make are all very important. And to sell everything out um, on a notion like that is scary. But there are people that will do that to that extent. This This narrative is always sold under the banner, we can save everybody Mm -hmm. if you just do what we tell you to do. Right. No autonomy. And that has never been true. Mm -mm. Where are the warriors that stand up and say, that's a lie. You can't ever save everybody. Right. Oh, I agree. I so agree. Nobody nobody is saying that. We don't hear any that voice anywhere. Mm -mm. And there's saying that's a lie. You know what? Here's here's the here's the hard reality. I'm going to tell you the hard reality. And it's sad. And I'll 
I, I this is heartbreaking to me. My dad was 96 years old mm-hmm. and my mother was ni- is is currently 93. And my mom said, "I never thought this would happen to me to us." And I said, "What are you talking about?" Right. Dad is 96. Did you right. think he was going to live forever? It's that same kind of thinking. We're going to wake up one day and we're going to say, but wait, when they sold us this bill of goods that is all for the common good, we didn't think you meant quite that. Uh-huh. I agree. Boy, do I agree. And and a lot of us are going to say, what are you talking about? We've been ringing this alarm bell for a while now. What mm-hmm. did you think was going to happen? Right. If the government is corrupt now... Will they be any less corrupt when we give them absolute power and control over every aspect of our life, including right. what we inject into our bodies? We we left the countries we left because the mantra was you have to give up everything and you are nothing for the greater good. We we were striving to get away from that so we could have freedom. And there's a difference between freedom and liberty. I would love to be uh, around people who are liberty minded. That means that that God is at the center of their choices um, in freedom because you can have the freedom to do anything you want. But I would actually love people to live within uh, the commandments or 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 be Christian. That would be lovely. And I would love that neighborhood um, in general. I think everybody, you know, listening might be able to to agree with that. But my gosh, I mean, we left the greater good mentality. That's why we wanted well, the freedom. <laughs> I need to share this little quote. This mm-hmm. came from an American Thinker article. And and here's what the author said. And I want people to hear this okay. in your hear it in your soul. If our elected officials, media, academics, and masters can get enough people to do as they say, regardless of personal cost-benefit analysis or impact on their current and future freedoms and autonomy, they will then know they can finally take away uh, any right with impunity. They will have robbed us of our free will. If the government, in conjunction with elites outside of government, can compel us to do whatever they want us to do, if we lose control over our own bodies, then by definition, we are all slaves and the representative democracy is dead. Ooh. Yep. You think slavery is not real in this world? <laughs> We're working on enslaving ourselves right now. There is no right more sacred than control over your body. Mm. Amen. You know what? We all know. We're hearing the stories come out of China right now. Yeah. You can pick your kidney donor from a list and they are taking kidneys out of living people because they fit the profile and because the Chinese government has decided that these people are expendable. They're political prisoners. That is slavery. Because they can. That's why. Because they can. Those people have lost control over their own bodies. And if that How isn't is a that? depressing thought, I don't know what is. You well, know? let's not make it depressing. Right. Let us organize ourselves and rise up, not rise up in, you know, violence, mm-hmm. but we need to know who we are, know what our values are, and for goodness sakes, build those networks. Right. Where we can survive, where oh, we can support so each other and love each other and care about each other again, because it is the only way we're going to survive this. 
I agree. I applaud. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Um, it was a good reminder. It was a good reminder to build those networks. And I really love that lesson because we need to hear it right now. And we have to kind of get beyond our shock and our awe of, of what this nation is doing right now and start to restore everything about it that's great. Like I always say, too, you know, when they when they tear down a, a statue, build 10 more on private property, we have got to fight back for this country. We just have to. We cannot stand to lose our liberty. Um, We were the 1% that got the liberty in the first place. Please, let's not lose it. Thank you, Melissa. Melissa Smith, really appreciate you every Wednesday. And I'll be right back with Susan, so don't go anywhere. Uh, You're going to want to hang out for this as well. So make sure you just park the car, and I'll love it. Anyway, all right, be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. 